Hello and welcome to the Everton Aren't We podcast. My name's Graham and today I'm joined with Mike and Paul. How's it going, lads? Okay, mate. You okay? It's okay. Yeah, everyone all right? All good, mate. Um, yeah, so we just thought we'd do a wee, uh, podcast and maybe, uh, obviously now it's funny season, so all the transfers, all the ins and outs. So we're getting linked to about 15, 20 players a, a day, so why not talk about them? And you know what? Who knows what might come to fruition, so... Guys, I'm going to start off with one of our own potentially leaving. Quite a talked about one, quite a quite an argued one. Uh, I want to talk about Yerry Mina being linked to Inter Milan for 18 million. What do you think of it? Would you try and keep? What would you do? And I'll send that one to you first, Paul. Uh, me personally, I just like to go on record. I, I think most Evertonians, 99% of Evertonians love Yerry Mina, but he's just not reliable. His body just lets him down. No, um, so personally, I think I'd sell him, but I wouldn't be against just keeping him. It's it's a strange one, isn't it? But can we afford to keep players on the books who we basically can't use? Mm. It's all right from being a cheerleader on the sidelines, but we actually need them on the pitch. And I do believe if he was on the pitch most of the time, we'd be a lot higher up the table. But I think Everton would have to seriously consider selling him. I think so personally, anyway. Yeah, Mike. Mike, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, no, um, I agree with Paul on that one, hundred um, percent. It'll be a shame to see him go, but if you're only getting ten games roughly a season, um, it's a lot of money to waste. And at this moment, we haven't got the money to waste. So, if we've got the opportunity to, to sell for decent money and we can get two or three players in, who are going to give us twenty-five plus games per season, it's better value for us at this moment in time because that's what we need at this moment I think I don't think yeah. we can afford to have players as Paul said um, being cheerleaders um, on the sideline I do believe yeah. that Lampard is probably looking at ways of because if you listen to his interview after we beat Crystal Palace he said yeah, we have to find a way to stop these injuries from happening next season and I think he's, he's probably talking about Mina because I think he realises how important he is to the team but just don't know if it's psychological with Yeri Mina, just whether he, yeah. he feels a little twinge and he, and he decides not to play. I don't know, but he's basically Everton's captain, but we just can't get him on the pitch. I think for, for me, like, don't get me wrong, uh, uh, he's easily our, our best defender, not even just centre-half, our best defender, but we're not in the position where we can carry that Ledley King-esque player, you know. Yeah. Been all weekend and try and get him on the pitch anyway you can and rest him. I just don't think we're in a position for that. Like I'm no sure right. we'll do more transfers and you know utility players and stuff. And like I can already lay down that my opinion at the minute with this squad is we just need specialists in every position. You know, you know and I just feel like if he can't dead twenty five plus games a season, I'm sorry it doesn't work. No. You know, because if you're playing your backup. Uh, more times than you are maybe a player of just less quality I still think you know you play devil's advocate you're, you're going to end up with more points with maybe a slightly lesser player who's better than your backup do you know what I mean? Yeah Yeah No Yeah Totally agree mate You'd sell him 18 well maybe lucky to get 18 from Italy boys don't need I mean it, it's too important to have a position in a centre back Yeah you know, you know what I mean to just have a player come, come in for one or two games and then he's out for 10 it's just well, it, it's a span of your team, isn't it? Yeah, your it is, yeah. Your two centre-backs, your two centre-mids and your striker. Um, That's the real chink in your armour. And unfortunately, this season, we haven't been able to have a decent spine because of injuries and suspensions and lack of form. So, uh, I think centre-backs and midfield is something we definitely need um, to look at. And we need consistent players who are going to be there for 20-plus games per season, I think. Not only that, the partnership, because I do believe your two centre-backs are like your two strikers. They need to build a partnership up and understand where each player is and have a good relationship. And at the moment, because of what's going on with injuries, we're unable to do that. So Yeah, yeah. well, ideally you want to settle back four or back five or whatever you're playing. Yeah. But it's you don't know what you're going to get with Everton because he's always injured and then you bring a Michael Keane in and... Ben Godfrey seems to be getting injuries now. It's just we need a settled defence. Just on that, so we'll go on to the next one. Um, 
And they're back, so I was trolling the web last night, and I found that we're apparently back in pole position for James Tarkowski. Uh, get my friends out there. I'm fed up with being lengthy relatives. Um, I know it's reliable. You guys may think different, but I know I know it makes business sense and stuff, but just I get a feeling that it's not for me, you know. But uh, what do you think of that one? Uh, I've I've said it before in the past um, that we seem to be getting linked with players who have just been in a relegation fight or other teams rejects, um, yeah. and I think it's got to stop. I think we we need to be going in for players who will suit us and players who are going to do a job for us. I'm fed up of this second best will do attitude at the club. Um, that's what it feels like. And that's what it's felt like for a couple of seasons. Um, if you look at our squad at the moment, I think we could have maybe six, seven players who've all been relegated in different teams. Yeah. So I think that attitude has got to stop for us and we've got to start thinking bigger and better. I have a feeling, Paul. Yeah. It's, 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 it's what it's all about, isn't it? Healthy yeah. debate. Um, I disagree. I think, I think it makes complete sense from a footballing point of view and from a business point of view. It's a team game, isn't it? He hasn't. I know he's been relegated, but it takes a whole team to get relegated. Um, I just think he's a reliable centre back. He's a, he's hard as nails. He will win most things. He's not bad on the ball either. People think that he plays for Burnley. He's just a yard dog. I don't think he is. I just think it makes sense to me. Pers- I think he's a good player. So I, I do myself. Sorry, great. I do myself, and I do no. think he he could bring something else to the team and I think he could bring a little bit of um, stability but it's just that added his whole career with Burnley has been um, a relegation fight basically so I just, just don't think we're in a position to go and pluck a mid-table centre-back out of a team in the Premier League I just I think that's what we're going to have to look at it's going to have to be cl- clever because we put ourselves in a position where we can't go out and spend 45 million on a cooler barley and stuff like that I know. So, no, what, gonna, I get that. Like, but, he's the same age as Michael Keane, isn't he? So, yeah, well, about a player we were getting that was from Burnley and was okay in the ball and won everything in the air, and it was Michael Keane. <laughs> I can't, I can't, yeah, uh, no, yeah. It, it, it's I, I can't forget yeah. that. But, like, I get, I do get, and I'm sort of the mindset where Mike is. I'd rather get players that are on an upward trajectory, which I'm sure, which we're going to come to, and you know, they're doing well for those clubs and the next level up is Premier League, uh, be it for their championship and, you know, and progressing. Players on, on their way down are basically sidestepping, but... Would you not I, agree, I though, that we, we've just spoke about Mina and, you know, you could bring James Tarkovsky on instead of an always injured Yeri Mina, just well, not being able to be, sit, not even sit on the bench. Well, this no, is the thing... Right, well, no, it, Sorry, great. He is right on that, and you know he's he's going to give you twenty five plus games as well. I think if you look at his record for the last four or five seasons, he's played thirty plus games, um, for the centre back as well, which is good and which is something we need. I get that, but I just think sometimes I think we need to start looking a little bit bigger. Yeah, no, yeah. I agree with it. We need to aim higher and stuff like that, but we have yeah, no, it's yeah. just a feeling it's a feeling for me it's a feeling in my gut do you know what I mean it's just like yeah, yeah. Uh, I seen a stat the other day a guy a guy put it up on uh, Twitter and I sort of I sort of was about oh he's talking to me here because I think I put a few tweets out about it or even <laughs> one but it was like uh, he says you have to you have to be off your head if you don't think it's good business because if you're spending 14 I think it was something like if you spend 14 million on a center half and then wages over three years or whatever at whatever figure it worked out at 25 million and then but if you're getting James Tarkovsky on or, or something like the 14 million was what it would cost you for James Tarkovsky right but then if you're getting him on a free and you're giving him inflated wages over a three-year deal it was only working out at like 12 or 13 million so like how the hell can that not make good business sense and I get that. And you know what? If he comes on, I'll fuck. It. I'll be all over him. I, especially if he does really well, I'll be just saying from the go. I always wanted him. You know what I mean? But yeah, ultimately, I think, I think it's very valid what you're saying. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, I just, I just think the club. The, and I'm, listen, when we're all fans, but I'm not. I always go on about Twitter. I'm not bothered about the financial, but you've got to be bothered about it, haven't you? Because 
I you think go, now we need to. Don't yeah, you go down, you, you end up getting liquidated if it all goes wrong. But yeah. I just think he's an, a leader as well. I just think it makes too much sense for the club. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So, I, I, I think going back to what Paul said there about uh, the finances, the last thing we want to do is like a Leeds United, isn't it? Yeah. And we've spent like half a billion pounds and we've just, just barely scraped by relegation. So, yeah, no, you're right on that. And maybe mm. looking at players who are just been relegated, if they're decent enough, makes sense, especially on free transfers as well, because we need to take a long, hard look at where it's all gone wrong and how it's gone wrong, and we need to learn from it. So yeah. maybe it well, is what the way you forward. Like, this might, I'm sorry to go off on a tangent, yeah. and probably for another pub. Would you not agree that currently, as it stands, Everton are in a battle to stay up again? Yeah. Of yeah, course, totally agree. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah, yeah. It's I don't know what take... I'm trying to say there, but I mean, it, you're just trying to get reliable players in because if you listen in the like, you know, you hear stories about Burnley in the last four or five years or but however long they've been in the Premier League, everyone always says, you know, they're a poor side, but they've got Ben Mee and James Harkovsky. They always like they leave them two out. You know what I mean? They like stand alone. Do you get what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. No, well, you're right, Paul. No, you are. Even right. that, that's. Uh, we can move on from there, but we're going to stick with uh, well, well, a player that's out on loan at the minute, but uh, he's, they're starting to get some links now to Rangers. So Ellis Sims, uh, there's, there's talk that Rangers want them, albeit they want them on loan, but they can get in the bin if they think they're loaning them. Um, can I just, you, sorry, Greg, just as funny enough, as you're talking about that now, I'm actually looking at um, the daily record in Scotland and just reading about it now it doesn't say that they want him on loan here they're looking at possibility saying here to buy him as well um, yeah well come recommended via um, Kenny Miller yeah last night but it did say that Rangers would look alone and that's if uh, Morales was to leave them um, but even at can play with it anyways um, would you guys let him go would you uh, uh Want to try and keep him for one season at Everton and around the first team? Uh, Mike, I'll start with you. What do you think? Um, I would like to keep him um, because I do believe that we're either going to lose Calvert-Lewin or we're going to lose Richarlison um, in the summer. Um, I think if we keep him for a season and he proves that he can play in the Premier League, he's saving us 25 to £30 million pound on another striker. Yeah. So I, I think it's worth the gamble to um, keep hold of him. Yeah, but they'll say, what about you, Brownie? Yeah, I'd just loan him off. Now, whether the club want to cash in on him and see him as, you know, is it, you know, do it now. You know, let, let's cash in on him now before, you know, he might, he might fall to be, you know what I mean? So, I'd yeah, that, that would be my, yeah. sorry, yeah, that, that would be my thought, mindset because he had a really good season at Blackpool, then he had a really bad injury, and then he got up the hearts, and he's absolutely smashed it again. I don't think his stock's ever been higher. That's and what I mean. Yeah, that's the words I was looking for. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> if, if he hangs around our first year and doesn't get on, I just think as it goes, you know, Rain, or Rangers, screw Rangers. Uh, I think that uh, Everton can, you know, they could really play it like a friend came on wanting him, you know, and, and they've got money now as well with the, with, uh, the Europa League place and stuff. Yeah. Um, where they could say, oh, you, know, you know, we won't. And they try and play hardball. If we were, just, oh, this guy's done really well. We really want to give him a chance, you know, for for, for the right price. If they're well can negotiate that well, we could we could do pretty well. Because let's face it, um, this was a guy who was nearly released a couple of years ago. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, we haven't really had a few add, Yeah, but there must be something on, there though, because they've given a new contract. So there must be yeah, something but, there. But that's. I would just I would I would debate that and the fact that we give Maddie Pennington about three contacts three contracts, do you know what I mean? We we have this habit of giving players contracts and contracts to try and preserve value and the hope that someone will buy them. That's the from that previous regime where I don't have confidence in. But there could be something there, you know. And as we say it's it's a healthy debate. But just for me, I don't know. I, I I'll probably let him go. Um, in the Premier League, only if we get shut or we lose either Richarlison or Calvin yeah. Lewis. Um, if we keep them, then by, yeah, I'd, cash in. I think it's pick. It'll only be one of them. I don't think it'll be two of them. I um, I don't think it'll be two. And if if anything, I'm going 
going to side that it's going to be um, Richarlison who goes. I don't think it's going to be um, Calvert-Lewin unless yeah, I think you're right, right then. Yeah, I think we a clean sweep that one. I, I agree with you there as well. Yeah. yeah. And well, I think if we get happens. around 70 million, then I, I, I think it's going to be decent business, to be honest. Yeah. Whereas something like uh, Richarlison goes early and then someone starts not Calvert-Lewin and he puts a transfer request on, then it's... Been... Well, that's my biggest fear. I said that yeah. a while ago. Uh, yeah, see. You know, there's a possibility that we could lose two if Richarlison goes first. And if he goes, as you say, early, and then someone comes in for Calvert-Lewin. Um, I'll be perfectly honest, I can't see him going to Newcastle. I know there's rumours of it. Yeah. I just yeah. can't see why, he, why he'd want to go to Newcastle. Uh, well, it's only money. Yeah, all. well, if they are going to go, you know where to get all your hot transfer Everton Army podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm just swiftly moving on there from that because we are going off on a wee tangent. Um, Valentin Castellanos. Brownie, you said it better than me. Valentin Castellanos. Nice. Very nice. So he's a striker who plays for um, New York City, um, part of the City Group. But We've spoken to a mutual friend, guys, and who watches a lot of the Argentine South American football, MLS, and he basically just said he's a piss spoiler poacher and he uh a typical you uh, you love him in your team and if he's not in your team you'll absolutely hate him. The fan the opposition fans hate him over there. So um what do you think, lads? We we know absolutely nothing about him, so there's no point pretending. Um I've just, I've just tried to spell his name about three times in Google and I'm spelling it wrong. So. I mean, just, just a second, his surname alone, I'd say, give him that number nine shit, fuck off Calvert-Lewin, get him in the team. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But no, listen, we were speaking to a, a friend of ours, we called Josh, um, he seemed to like him, like he seemed to know quite a bit about him. Um, yeah. I think he's just using, obviously he's using that New York City as a, as a stepping stone to bigger things. Yeah. So, yeah, well, yeah. Listen, that's the kind of thing that I, I wouldn't be against signing players like that, to be honest. Yeah, they're the ones I'd like to take gambles on. Yeah. Not not people like Bobby and Delph and stuff like that. You know, I know they're completely different to opposite ends of the spectrum, but, you know, there's guys you can get on there for possibly, or, well, maybe even 15, but they well knows the MLS. That's the one thing that has me something in this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. it could be a lazy link as well. But he was obviously New York Red Bulls, it's New York City, but. Uh, I don't know. Could be, could be something there, but it just feels. No, Hasn't he scored over twenty goals this season? Over 20, 20 goals. He only had like four or five assists. But yeah. uh, even at that, uh, that's that's something you could work with. There's something you can build. We can't, I think we'll be very naive to think that we're just going to get uh, ready-made players coming in. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. That the brief this summer is to find hidden gems as well as you know. Good young talent, but hidden gems for me is yeah. I know he's not exactly brilliant, but that Miguel Almiron came from um, the MLS, and he, he hasn't done too bad for Newcastle as he really. No, but here speaking about hidden links, I'm going to speak about a player not many people know. Uh, Connor Gallagher at uh, Palace. <laughs> he's on loan from Chelsea. <laughs> I'm just reading about him now. He's yeah. actually come down from. He's actually now seven to one. Who's this Gallagher? Gallagher to come to Everton. I, I'd, I'd be all over him. Yeah, him. He's he's something which excites me for now and the future. Yeah, he's just an all action centre midfielder then. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think he could be a makeshift number ten as well. I think oh, he's definitely. got that about he's, him. he's got the Lampard feel about him arriving yeah. the box type thing. I just think he he'd jump at the chance to play for Lampard. There was a cheeky little picture when we stayed up in his palace of Dominic Calvert-Lewin diving head and Conor Gallagher's laughing his head off like so <laughs> thinking well done but is it, we're still in the Premier League thanks very much I don't know but well, I definitely I'm, definitely have him yeah well I'm yeah, I'm, 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 I'm quite the pessimist um, I don't want you to call me on anything in the group chat but I did think about it after I was I was thinking yeah lazy links you know and, and there will be a lot of lazy links this summer but, but uh, with everything aren't we great how many times as you said we're getting linked with 20 plus players a day now 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. You know, we're yeah, we're an easy name to throw in the hat. We always are because they know there's some money there. There's going to be a bit of money this summer, I assume. And uh, they know the that we're link as well, Gray. Yeah, that's it too. We've got any player who's got anything to do with Chelsea is going to be linked to Everton now because of Frank Lampard. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I was just thinking about you know, you know if you had the likes of Gallagher coming in all action, then he would be be that eight to ten. But it will be as soon as his dynamism and his flexibility that he, he could be a partner in midfield. He can do he can do the core race job. You know what I mean? He can he can do most of the jobs on there. Let's face it. So we're going for Gallagher and it will be. That's a lot of energy in the midfield. You get uh-huh. the right you get the right anchor man in there and. I don't that forget we've got Deli Alley, haven't we? We don't know what's going to happen with him either. Well, that, uh, that's for another one. I'm not yeah, going down. But, um, I think agree with you about Iwobi, especially, all right, listen, it's a 38-game season, but we've seen glimpses from there in the midfield that he can definitely, definitely do a job there, especially in Crystal Palace when it was to Corey Iwobi, Iwobi, Iwobi and <laughs> Deli, Deli Alley, and it was brilliant. That He worked yeah. really well. But even at that, it's, it's, we had a really bad season. But if you were going to pick out our two best outfield players this season, it would, for me, it would be Awobi and Richardson with Gordon slightly missing out. And if you were picking the three, it would be them three for me. So, you know, I think Awobi's part of the future here. I don't think he's anyone that we would even consider a bid for at the minute. And what a turnaround that is, Graham, by the way, that you just said that. And you're actually you're really spot on as well. Is that I can't think, don't think there's many Evertonians now thinking, oh, we need to get rid of Awobi anymore. No. Nah. I think he's pivotal there, midfield. I think we need to compliment him. Good for us. Yeah, you have always said that, <laughs> Mike, to be fair. <laughs> no, I'm made damn. up for the lad. I really am. I'm made up for it. You know, I, I as well publicised, I've been one of his biggest critics and I would have got shot of him years ago. But no, the way he's turned it round, especially the second half of um, the, um, this season, it's been absolutely phenomenal. And I'm made yeah, up for him as a person and I'm made up for us. That's all we course. want, though, isn't it, Mike? We just want to be... We want these players to ram our words down yeah. our throats. That's yeah. what we want. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's justifiable. Don't mind apologising for stuff like that. You know what yeah. I mean? It shows that he's got heart and spirit. Me and you have had a few rallies back and forth on it, but you know what? It's still justifiable because he hasn't been good enough the last few years. It's like we're sitting saying, talking about a player now who who might be such shit shit heap next year or again do the Obi thing and, and completely change you can only talk about a player how they've currently been and how they've scarred you do you know what I mean yeah, or how they've correct, made you yeah. feel in a good way so it's still justifiable yeah. the day, our, our opinions on these transfers could even change next week so no, by all means hey, they're all shite fuck them but uh, <laughs> um, it's just going on the uh, Keen Lewis Potter so we're linked to him 30 million from Hull City yeah, that's uh, another that excites me. I'm wondering, apparently, Moyes has been watching him for a long, long time as well, and uh, yeah. considers him a, a Jared Bowen part two. What do you think of that? Yeah, I, I've, I've seen him say quite a bit. I'd say a handful of times. I was at the um, Hull City in the couple went away uh, when we were there in January, and he, he ran the show. He looks really good. This kid, he can play yeah. all the front line, right, left. He's got a good little goal right. record as well. He's got a good goal scoring record as well, considering he's only twenty one. Yeah. So yeah, it, that, that's the type of, I've been saying to me mates and stuff, we need to go down that route of and um, listen, you've got to be careful just going all championship players, but championship players he's twenty one, uh, England under twenty one international. I think that's yeah, that excites me that one if it if it's true like. Does he play off the left or right, Bernie? He, he plays off the left, yeah. I'm just thinking, just I think you, should them. You, play a, you can play him anywhere in that three. Yeah, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not, I'm not being pessimist again, but it's just like we always seem to buy left sided heavy players, don't we? Yeah, I just want a, a, a right winger that's going to chalk his boots, but then he, again, he might be Gordon's grown on that role, but you know, Gordon loves it out the left too. So I can see why Moyes is interested in him. Yeah, well, he, you know what, he seems like a Moyes type player. If Moyes is that's we need to get away from that narrative, but at the same thing, Moyes does his homework. And if Moyes is eyeing a player, you know there's something there. Sure, it used to happen to us. I think Spurs, Portsmouth, uh, West Ham, Newcastle all used Everton as their chief scout yeah. um, during between 2008 and 2015, didn't they? So, Look at Addy Redner. Definitely did. <laughs> Fucking right, either. That's Uncle Harry now. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh yeah, yeah, of course it is. I wouldn't just got onto that, yeah. Yeah. Right, so um, another one that's uh, causing big debate. Uh, Maxwell Cornet at Burnley and the yeah. striker relegation uh, clause in his contract, seventeen million. Well, <clears throat> just, bear in mind, he's the guy that thought he was on loan. Yeah. Just, just a quick. I'm on the Echo um, Everton page at the moment. No bad words, Mike. Reading. Um, some of the possibilities of links, and that Dwight McNeil as well from Burnley's getting linked. We've seen favourite to sign him as well. Yeah, that was last season as well, wasn't it? We were. Maybe he got leathered. I was sorry. I, sorry, I was listening to a Burnley purely because of Tarkovsky and uh, Cornet. You know, I wanted the. I listened in the a, a Burnley space, and he got absolutely leathered, Dwight McNeil. Yeah, for it's, it's just another Burnley play. With you saying a Burnley play there as well. Yeah, but he done nothing. I think he yeah. had like one assist all season or something. No yeah, goals or one goal. I think absolutely horrendous. He's been there, isn't he? Uh, they were saying he didn't, he didn't look bothered or nothing. They, they said he was an issue this year. But do you think maybe it was because he didn't get away? Yeah. But uh, that's 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 an alarm bell to me. I just don't like that. Well, on Maxwell Cornet, it's um. I keep calling him Cornet. Yeah, well, yeah, Cornet in it. <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, I don't know I'm I'm undecided on him to be honest I, um, I don't know whether he's like a flash in the pan type player um, yeah see it's hard to, when you read them stories I know it's funny though he thought he was on loan and he can't wait to leave and stuff but do we really need more of them players at our club I want players who want to play for Everton and want I was to just about to say the same thing Paul um, I think we've had them players in the past and they spit the dummy out far too easy and we need to get away from that. We need players who want to wear the badge. And it sounds stupid, and I know he's not everyone's favourite, but like Tom Davis, um, Kenny, these players will wear the badge and run through a brick wall. Unfortunately, they're not skillful enough to nah. on play. John Joe Kenny think, runs through the wrong wall, for fuck's sake. Yeah, but <laughs> it's that type of attitude we're looking for, yeah. though, Craig, as well. Yeah, no, I... I agree. As well, you see the alarm bells of him ringing his agent saying, get this loan cancelled because he doesn't like the relegation fight or he's not a, not getting on with the manager. That's yeah. just alarm bells to me. That's just pitch on. So I, I wouldn't want that sort of shit at my club. Yeah, he's definitely very talented. Like He's a good player. Don't get me wrong. He's a very good player, but I just don't... We, we're just tired, aren't we, of, of these players, these prima donna players. Now, he yeah. could, I could be wrong. He, maybe he's an... He's a decent lad, and it was just all a big mix-up. I don't know, but it's just like you say, the alarm bells are ringing there. Yeah, yeah. He's a, uh, as you say, he's a diva. We don't need. Yeah, him. yeah. There's only room for one diva too in this podcast, and that is most definitely me. Um, going on <laughs> to uh, an exciting link today. Very exciting, but I thought it was really a left back. But Schenkel at Man City didn't realize he was. I know he's played midfield for. Uh, the Ukraine national team. I didn't realise he was actually a midfielder, but he was a left-back. Uh, educate me, Bernie, let's go. No, no, he is actually a midfielder, like a number eight, and Pep Guardiola uses, uses him as a left-back. Um, can't play left-back, obviously, really well, but I think in that Man City team, you don't really, re- you're not really defending for your life most games, are <laughs> there, to be honest. No, you're not. So, you know, I'm left-footed, I could, you could probably play me there, like, I'd be gassed after about five minutes, like, but you could probably play me. I just, I think he could play anywhere across the middle and left back as well if we need it. And you've seen him passing for City. He hardly ever gives the ball away, and that you know you don't no. get him. Pep Guardiola. So, and that's something that this team. You only got to look at Abdullah Zakaria. He just, just cannot pass to his own man. We need someone in the middle. Maybe he could do like a Delph role. Get what I mean, Chenko. Yeah. But yeah, it that's a that's a massive yes from me. Like if, if you could get that one over the line, and someone's is it true? Someone said he's only on about twenty twenty five k a week at Man City. Yeah, so I don't know. Well, um, apparently he's liked a, a, a post on Instagram as well, linking him with Everton. Whether you read too much into that, I don't know. But no, that Captain Material as well. Needs to think he's the Ukraine captain. We need more leaders in the team. So yeah, we yeah, do. It's a yes from me that one. Yeah, no, I, um, I back it up on that. Yeah, I, I, that's a big yes. I think it's a character we need as well, fighting mm-hmm. spirit. And as Paul just said, there, he is a leader. 
on and off the field. I suppose as well. I'm sort of contradicting myself, but that is the sort of utility player I would have. You know, yeah, at yeah. the top, he's young. Maybe, I don't know why he would want to leave City once in a challenge, but then again, they're always changing it up. You know, there's, oh, don't get me wrong, there's the mainstays, but they're always freshening it up on the wings and stuff. So um, I wouldn't be... I wouldn't be against that one, but no, that would be uh, quite an exciting one. Uh, and sort of lastly, boys, just a wee bit Mike, I'll start with you. Uh, tweet. On, Alan, tweet. Sorry, Alan. Bob, what, uh, you broke up a bit then, sorry, Craig. Oh, sorry, boys. Um, yeah, just, uh, Mike, it's just about um, one that sort of, you brought this today, Alan's tweet, or Alan's comments about a transfer. That sort of yeah, blew your mind. I've read that he could be leaving and he wants to leave, but now he's saying he doesn't want to leave. Um, I personally think we should keep him, but if he wants to go, then he can go. The The tweet didn't really give you any information of um, no. what was happening. Yeah, I read the tweet as he's happy where he is. And if you want to sell him. I read yeah. it the other way, to be perfectly honest. I read it as I'm happy in England and I'll stay where I am. That's what I'd rather ask. Right, well, seeing as it's on there, we'll just uh, go uh, full on just guessing game. Um, I think, I, like I, Alan, think the whole I would probably let him go. I like Alan, but I would probably let him go. Yeah, I'd probably let him go, but I wouldn't be bothered like against him staying either. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's, he's just like, yeah, he's just there. He's, I don't mind Alan. I think he's been all right, but... Well, I think like maybe, maybe we're better pace. players around him. You'd see a better Alan to get what I mean. That's how I feel about Andre Gomez last year. Last year, I was like, I'll, I'll keep him around, see how he gets on. And this year, now I'm just like, sooner he's out, the better, you know. So, again, pessimist, what can I do? But, um, yeah, Mike, what do you think? Would you keep him, sell him? I'd keep him if we can, yeah. Um, I apart from his pace, but I, I think his overall is, is reading of the game. I think it's fantastic. And I think, as Paul just said, if you have better players around him, um, I think we'd see a better Allen as well. Yeah, I think when he's on it, he's, he's on it. But when he's off it, my God, he's one of the most frustrating players for me. Um, who I do rate and have a lot of play, but yeah, just, when he's on it, he's unplayable. When he's when he's off it, it's just sitting with your head in your hands going, fucking hell. Yeah. But that's it. Never, never, aren't we? You know, so yeah, definitely. Well, I said that was the last one, but I did forget one. So, uh, Levi, Levi Caldwell, all known at Hutter, Huddersfield, just missed out on promotion. Um, he scored the own goal, yeah, but it apparently, was unlucky, like, wasn't lucky. It happens, hey, we're, yeah. we're pardoned that sort of stuff, part of thing, but uh, there was a I lot just, of um, mention one which is on the echo, um, rumor mill, um, for Everton. Um, Ericsson. I'd have Ericsson. Oh, you never know. I'd definitely have. I'd definitely have Ericsson. Like, uh, it's just someone. He's someone who put the foot on the ball and just calm us down. Yeah, definitely, hundred percent. Well, class, any. Let's be honest, he is. Well, that's the sort of player we're hoping to get on. If it was between Ericsson and uh, a Gallagher, you, I would take Ericsson in a heartbeat because you're guaranteed guaranteed chances anyway. Maybe not goals, you guaranteed chances. So, I think there'd be a lot of teams looking at him. I do. I think because uh, he's going to bring something else which we've struggled with for a while, which is someone taking free kicks and corners. Uh-huh. Oh well, no, you know what? He'll come to Everton. He'll hit the he'll hit the first man every time. A little little <laughs> peak rollers. Yeah. But anyway, guys, just back on the Levi call. Um, apparently there was a lot of Premier League scouts watching him. Um, that was on the echo too, Mike. You want to pull it up and see yeah. better. Messed on it, but what do you think? They mentioned it's just we've been linked him for a while now. Um, young center half. Uh, I suppose we need one on because for me, I think Branthwaite needs to go out next season and establish himself, be it in the team. I don't think he'll get the Premier. I think he'll get to a championship. Speak a championship team pushing promotion, so that's where I would like this. If Big Dunk, if Big Dunk gets the Blackburn job, I think he'd take Branthwaite. I was going to say, didn't he go to Black Blackburn? Yeah, 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 Not yeah. He was season, season before. Yeah, I think this Colwell fits the bill. Like again, young hungry player, uh, but Chelsea links to the Lampard wants to do well. Yeah, just, 
yeah, that's a yes from me, that one as well. Yeah. I think we want to get him on loan, though. I don't, as you're saying, there's no fee. I think maybe we try and take him on loan for a year or so. Yeah, we have fee agreed, maybe. Yeah. 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 But, uh, I was going to say, though, for the first time in a long time, I'm actually confident in our transfer policy at the moment. And with the two people who are running the show, and if they're allowed to run the show without any interference, I do think they will get the right people in for the right prices. I think um, the days have gone where we're overpaying wages and we're overpaying prices for people. Here's hoping, anyway. You know, I really, really hope so. Well, and I'm part of total control, you know, so. Yeah, because uh, well, no, we we didn't. If you want to hear my rant about Marcel Brands, you can listen to that in the in the season review podcast. Because I'm not going to go into it right now. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll wrap it up there, sure. Yeah. Um, we'll get on our mics and stuff. But uh, really good chat, lads, and uh, we'll speak again soon. The other players we're never going to say. Yeah, nice one, mate. <laughs> yeah, nice one, nice one. All right, fellas. Everton, aren't we? So, yeah, we just wanted to jump back on here and talk about the Richarlison comments, which which sort of broke this afternoon and this evening, and then the interview. Um, So let's just waste no time with it. Uh, We've got Paul and we've got John with us here. So, lads, what do you think about it? Talk to me. Um, Initially, I thought, I read his comments and thought, that's it, he wants to leave. But then I've read into them more and I've watched that interview he's doing with the Brazil national team and it sounds to me like he's told the club he wants to stay. Now, yeah. I could be wrong there, but that's what I'm taking from it. And he put a tweet out about two hours ago of him, of him in an Everton shirt with the fire emoji. Yeah. Which um, I don't think you put out if, you, if you're planning on leaving. Bit of a shitty move. like. But whether he is and he's just like, I love Everton and that's the end type thing. But I wouldn't be surprised if he said, listen, this is me listening to the man's... And I wouldn't be surprised even if he's asked for more money. Yeah. And he said, I want, you know, guarantees that we're going to fight for Europe and stuff like that. So I think he could be staying. But I've had my heart broken in the past, so I'm fully prepared for him to leave. Like, Yeah, I was just going to say, it's the Everton way, isn't it? You know, it always seems to happen. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm the same there. Um, judging by that interview, I think, as Paul said, you know, he's, he's told Frank what the situation is and, and I think they need to get a few players in and I think he's waiting to see what kind of things happen, you know, but before he makes a decision. But um if he was to go, I wouldn't be disappointed if I'm honest. Um I think the 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 goal for me which sums his time up in an Everton shirt was what the goal in uh, the derby with Ancelotti and Hammers, you know, the assist from Hammers and then he just slotted it. That's the type of football that he needs and that's the service that we haven't been able to give him. Um, and he, he does work hard, like, and, you know, he works harder than anyone else on the pitch, but, and he's obviously got us tattooed on his neck as well, but at the same time, his numbers on, on that spectacular, like, so it, you know, it is what it is. He, if he goes and we get a big fee, I think that, you know, you can, you can use that to get another player in with similar stats, because let's face it, at the, the last few seasons, he's only kind of got 10 goals this season, Seven before that, thirteen before that. So they're not spectacular, like so. You can just reinvest, get someone who's got similar numbers. And the thing is, as well, if if he's playing at a level where it's making the other the other players in the team look really bad, then that's quite bad for me. You need to improve the team, and if we improve the team, he wouldn't stand out as much. And then there's no, you know, we wouldn't miss him that way, like so. Yeah. See, I have a, like, a quite a different point of view, and I just think. If he was to play for a PSG, Barcelona, elite club type, he wouldn't have to do half the work that he's doing now. He's, he's putting his blood, sweat and tears into trying to drag Everton to, the, to where we, he thinks we should be. And yeah. He goes to Brazil, he just slots, he just stands in the middle and puts the ball in the back of the nest. And I think if he went to PSG, he'd do the same. Yeah, I think he's a victim but... of his own circumstances or the club he's playing for. It's just a club that's in turmoil, changing managers constantly. And different players coming in and out. So just the more I've thought about Richarlison, I was of the same opinion as you, John. I was like, well, yeah, we probably could lose him. But today is sort of like whipped yeah. me up a little bit. I've been like, shit, I hope he doesn't leave now. Well, I've sort yeah. of like got attached. I didn't realise how attached to him I was until today. Yeah. Well, the thing for me is, is if we get the one player that I would like to get in this summer, if we can make it happen, is Christian Eriksen. If we were to get him, 
you'd see a different Richarlison next year. Yeah, yeah, I think that's, I think that's pretty fair um, from both your point of views. Um, I think it's it, it goes to say that how things can be really taken out of context and text form, you know, yeah. in regards of how we how we how we interpreted the message at first, and then he puts up that emoji. So then we're all we're all sort of playing Cluedo, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> trying yeah. to work out well, what it is, and then with me and straight away like so. Well, that's it. But then when you watch the interview, and when I sat and actually watched it. As I say, there was two split emotions at the start. I was like, oh, God, he's going. But then he sort of said, look, we talked to the club and he had a wee tiny grin on his face. Yeah. He did. Like we're, like we're now we psychologists and yeah. everything, body language experts. <laughs> but um, just when I seen all that, Brownie, I think you hit the nail on the head with maybe he's gone to the club and said, maybe not in Mbappe fashion, but maybe he's went and says, I need to know what you're doing. I'm willing yeah, yeah. to stay if you're doing this, that or the other. And, you know, they've maybe said, let us get to June, let us, you know, because that's the end of the Premier League. Yeah. Uh, profit and sustainability. And then they'll actually see what they have to work with. I don't know. He, he might be included in what sort of players. No, nope, not included in who they're bringing in, but these are the targets and this is what we're going for. Yeah. Is this, is this what you're, it's all, it's all very hypothetical, obviously, but, um, but at the same time, we jo- I think John's saying about, uh, how you know life goes on basically? I think that's how, how John's put yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, no, he's we've all hundred percent right. We should be first better players no. than him, and we've got on with it, haven't we? No, yeah. I'm just what I'm saying is that there's no harm in that too because we're all we've all been programmed. It's nearly as if every Everton fan is willing they lose one of our best players as long as we get rid of some of the worst. They rebuild yeah. the squad. You know what I mean? Definitely. Um, mate. And that's the mindset, and, and it's nearly like the first one. Um, and I know that we were all talking the group earlier. I can't remember who said it, but, you know, Richarlison and Calvert-Lewin would be the one you want to lose because, personally, as you said it earlier, I don't want to lose Pickford because I think he, out of the three, is the hardest to replace. Yeah, I mean, no, I'd agree. But, uh, well, wouldn't it make but, it refreshing, yeah. uh, be refreshing if the club come up and said, listen, we don't need to lose anyone? It that would. would be amazing. Be yeah, amazing. I, I, I just don't but, think but that, that we've got back. any money to spend to improve the squad unless one of these go. I just think the low market and the free transfers might be the way Everton are going to go. I think they might have said to the Charles, and this is all hypothetical, as we said, listen, we'll get, I don't know, for argument's sake, Conor Gallagher on loan. Yeah. And then we'll buy in the year after when all our money's sorted and stuff like that. So the Charles might have said, look, well, I'm happy with that type thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you I, don't I, know. I, it's all hypothetical, as I say. Yeah, I, I think like after this, after the way this season's gone, apart from Anthony Gordon and Pickford, I I couldn't give a shit who leaves. To be honest with you, I I've you know got sick of losing players like Kale, Stones, Barkley. You know, even James Rodriguez before we got to see him play. And Lukaku. I just yeah, Lukaku. I, I don't think Richarlison is a superstar, and if we could get seventy for eighty million, I'd be all right with that. Yeah. It's just the too, it's, gone. it's the emotional aspect too, boys, because even even I was saying. Yeah, that's the thing, he gets it. And I, I was even forbidden them all, but like even now we talked about uh just finding an actual team and an and identity and stuff. And I keep rattling on with that. But Pickford, I don't want to lose Pickford. You know, I, I'm like that now. Um Holgate, you're thinking, right, Holgate needs to be there next season, be it starting or coming in. Uh Michael Enko, you don't want to think of anybody else. Alex Awobi, he's now a lunch, he's a mainstay in that midfield. Uh, Anthony Gordon is the future. He's our, he's our hot young prospect. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Don't want to lose Calvert Lewin because I think yes, he might it might be a certain way, but if you can play a certain way and he is fit, we've seen at the start of the season before he got really badly injured, he got goals. Took him a long time to get going, but you look at him the last three games, he showed that he still has something left. Richarlison, yeah. it wasn't working all season, but at the end of the day, the whole team wasn't. And then when you think. As as you said before, John, that previous pod, he made that promise and he stuck to it. Did, and you're like, yeah. fuck, if the club can get it right and the the management structure can get it right, yeah, don't really want to see him going at the same time. So I was all for selling him until I seen that interview the day. And I, yeah, I, I, I didn't really want to lose him. Do, do not think though, like you, you just said that um, these players play well if they play a certain way. But do you think like if we were to play a certain way, 
then anyone can kind of slot into that system. It doesn't matter who they are because you are playing that certain way. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. I just think well, with, with Richarlison, apart from his playing ability, he just he just gives something to crap. We're, we're, we're a crowd that are easily pleased by players doing fist pumps and kissing the badges, but it, <laughs> it does make a big difference. It, honestly, it really does, doesn't it? And I, I like the fact that he seems to love the club. And we've sort of lost our way under Mashiri. We've lost our identity of whatever football club, but Richarlison really seems to get it. And yeah. it's just refreshing to see. I, I get all that, you know, his stats aren't great and stuff like that, but I honestly do believe they aren't great because he's not playing in a great side. And, he's, he's with, you know, I've seen him tracking back and helping the left back and helping the right back, whatever he's been playing. I yeah. think if he played for a better team, he wouldn't have to do none of that. Well, Brownie, stats can be manipulated, can't they? That's the thing. You can turn them in your favour. We look at governments. We look at workplaces. We do. Everyone manipulates a stat. You know, if we wanted to say, oh, but look at a school return and blah, blah, blah. You can look at those analytics and say, uh, yeah, he's not delivering enough. But even at that, someone is savvy. We GX can say, but look at the work he's putting in at the back. Look at the blocks he's putting in. He's up and yeah. down the wing. He's supporting his fullback. He's supporting the midfield. He's uh, getting pre-assists. He's starting the assist, you know. There's always way to do that. So you sort of have to just go with your gut feeling. I mean, and we, we, we'd miss all the piss boiling with the cop fights, wouldn't we, as well? Oh, because yeah. he has got He's, them on strings. Richard Allison. <laughs> even, even he tweeted that picture of him on the bus. Like, I, I just couldn't believe it. Like, like usually they would stay away from that sort of, sort of behaviour and piss one. But no, he's giving it to Cara and giving it to the Liverpool fans. And, you know, he's, he's such a big identity. Yeah. Um, and and you know what? I think we are guilty of getting lost in the numbers. We're guilty of, of thinking that we're more than just fans. You know, even podcasting, you know, you can get so into it, as you know yourself, John. Like, we yeah. really think we have to dig deep and look at stats and know who these players we were linked with and know how a team's set up and how they're thinking. And it's not ultimately as fans, and this isn't some sort of big statement here, but just... We just, I think we just go where your hearts and how we feel. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Definitely, mate. And, yeah, it's, uh, it's not all about stats, is it? Like, you know, you, you've got no. to have that kind of connection, as you and Paul said. But I just think, like, if if you play in a certain way, you know, as as Paul mentioned, if he was in a better team, he'd be a completely better player. Well, we, we get that because we've seen a glimpse of it with Hammers with that assist. But if, if you're in a better team like that, there's no need for him to work hard. And then if, it, if you've got that kind of system in place, Anyone can fit in. You could just get a replacement in. You know what I mean? But yeah, I even just the, yeah, no, I was just going to say, but even like uh, we 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 just generally chatted about earlier, and I was saying, well, like we do know that him and Calvert Lewin haven't linked up ultimately the way that we really really wished they could have. We've tried the four three three and the four four two. Yeah, but like I suppose if he did go. And Frank then put all his eggs into his basket and says, right, I'm not losing Calvert Lewin. I'm not losing. Like Jordan Pickford, you know, the, and he's the one to go. Maybe then they might say, right, okay, so Calvert Lewin, so well, who, who's in your black book that that, that basically mimics Calvert Lewin? Yeah, you know, not 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 bringing in a Rondon or anything like that. Like like who else is that? Who, so people always say, get this guy from the championship, but they never. Well, guys like Thelwell should have him say, this is a guy who plays the same way. As yeah. He just doesn't pump out the numbers, but you know what? If we can actually stick the train regime and blah blah blah. He, he might actually deliver and be a great understudy that we can have a formula to so say they have three, four different ways of playing, but it's still all links into this. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? This yeah, sort of powerhouse yeah. plays the same way up top. And then you buy your wingers and you try and get your wingers. They all be sort of the same. Your, le- your two left siders near enough, similar but different. Your right-hand side, similar but different, but all playing that same formula. Because as we've seen, when Calvert-Lewin's out of the team and then Richardson goes up front, it flips yeah. instantly in his head our, our style of play completely. Definitely. You know, Definitely. which has been one of the biggest talking points this year. Massively, yeah. No, I agree with that 100%. Um, yeah, I've just, uh, I've passed getting attached to players now. You know what I mean? I mean, the next one for me getting attached to is Anthony Gordon. I think if it, if it was him we were talking about, I'd be devastated, but it, it's yeah. not him. And I just don't feel the same attachment to anyone else anymore. I just don't. Especially after the way think, the season's gone. Yeah, I think too though we Richie too. It's we can't look and say what might have happened, and we've seen him at his best, and we've seen him at his worst. You know what I mean? And it's just yeah. like 
he's good, but maybe maybe his time is up with us because I think that's why we were all saying you can accept one of the go- one of them going. It's not that their time's up, but we just we understand one might have to go. Definitely, but, yeah, he is. Uh, you know, a good seventy to eighty million, or you know, if it's PSG or Real Madrid, possibly a little bit more. You know, and. You've got to remember, like we could just say to them, "Listen, you're buying Brazil's number nine here, whether you like it or not. He is the starting number nine for Brazil at the moment. He's 25. He's perfect age. You know, he's a clinical finisher when he gets the chances. You just have to blag that. You know, whether he is or he isn't. You know, and yeah, all that is clinical. He only is clinical if the ball drops in the right area. He's there's not a lot of players we've had over the years where you know if a ball falls to that area, it's going on. Like yeah. I'm sure there. there Sure, there's more like like when when the ball was the right height, drop it, and you knew Cahill had it. Uh, and yeah. you knew the touch was just right. You knew Saha was burying it. You know what I mean? When yeah. that ball came into Fellaini, you knew he could he could do something with it. But over the last few years, we haven't had that player. Whereas we know when that ball's coming under Richarlison, nine nine out of ten times he can slot it away. So yeah, it's, like just, pulling it's just adjustment, and I think it's it's going to be a long two months now. It's just a shame that we're in this position again. You know, it, we've just gone back in time, haven't we? You know, and, and we're looking to sell yeah. to move, to build again, but which is just absolutely shy because we thought we were in a position where, okay, we've got our best players and then you can keep them and then buy someone else. But we've just wasted so many opportunities and we are in this position now, unfortunately, and it's just something that you just have to get over, isn't it, and, and build again. But the way Thelwell came out and said, right, we've got a blueprint now for the for the academy setup and we've got a blueprint the way we want the whole club to to work and play that's a good sign for me because that means he can have people lined up in these positions who we think if one leaves one can come in straight away and it just gives you a little bit of confidence now that I'm not afraid to lose anyone you know well I know we thought we were going to get that with brands but like it's it's that European model like they they build they build they sell yeah. they move on to the next like a production line you know what I mean yeah and ultimately, the Premier League is just throw money at it and get on. We're ready-made player, and it's just it's it's good to go. And then you adapt your playing style. But I would like to see that happen more. And I know it's easy said, but here we'll leave it there anyway because we could go on all day about this, and we'll contradict ourselves and the opinions yeah. of it so varied. But no, it was good to get a wee chat, lads. And uh, definitely, mate. We'll see it's you in the next. Ta-da, mate. All right, lads. Do it. Bye bye.